Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm so thankful to be here, and I'm so thankful for this opportunity. I want to be thankful for my great pastor, the greatest pastor ever, and I'm so thankful for this opportunity, and, and I'm thankful that, that uh, Kaylin is able to be here. Um, I'm so thankful for that, and I'm thankful for everybody in here, and I'm thankful for the message that we just heard from Brother Dave. But if you'll turn with me in your Bible to James 1 and 12. Sorry, brother, hit the, the logo button in the top right. Say amen when you're there. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. And tonight, my title to you is simply Endure. I would like to ask Pastor to pray tonight over my message that I might be used as a humble means by God. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. You you may be seated. So I have a, a funny story, and I told uh, Pastor and Brother Dave the, the start of this story. I, I went to go for a run last week. I was compelled to go out there for a run. I, I was excited. I got my shoes on, and I was ready to bust some miles like I used to in the Marine Corps. No problem. I didn't think anything of it. I just set my mind on it that I was going to get out there, and I was going to push through five miles. It wasn't any big deal to me. I wasn't thinking anything of it, and I was just getting out there, and I started off. I got my running app on. I got my, my shoes all tied up, and I was ready to go, and I went out there, and I was, I was getting it. I was just running, and I thought that I was making a, a pretty good progress, and I expected to look down at my watch and my running app and see, you know, one to two miles somewhere in there, and I looked down, and it was less than of a quarter of a mile, and I'm like, I'm dying. Uh, this is terrible. I'm, I'm out of shape. I've, I've lost it, and I just kept pushing, and, and I kept pushing. I realized that I didn't have the endurance I used to have, and, and I wanted to walk, but I just kept on pushing, and my, my brain said, you know, never give up, but my body said these Sonic cheeseburgers are going to come up if I didn't stop, so I had to, I had to walk a little bit. I had to stop a little bit, and I, I realized that, you know, after getting out of the Marines, I couldn't, uh, you know, run five miles like I used to. I didn't have have that endurance built up. I, I, I thought that I was going to, you know, not be able to make it I, if I didn't stop a little bit. So I, I slowed down a little bit. And, and, you know, this is funny because it's like, how is endurance built up? You know, your body wants to, wants to stop and it wants to quit. But the science of endurance is, is, pretty, is pretty straightforward. You know, your body requires oxygen. It needs air. It needs, it's necessary for perfusion for your muscles. And that just means that your, your muscles are being fed oxygen it's perfusing and you know you get oxygen through ventilation and then it's absorbed through the bronchioles of your lungs and it's pushed through forth through the blood and it's pushed and it's taken to where it needs to be 
and your body, um, and there's waste products in your muscles. There's CO2 and there's lactic acid that builds up, and your muscles need ATP to function, and that's what builds endurance. It's that pathway that's built, and the more oxygen that can get into your muscles is the more endurance that you have. The more oxygen that can be exchanged within your muscles is the amount of endurance that you're able to put up, put up with. There's a science to endurance capacity. It's how much blood that your, your muscles can uh, can take the oxygen from, strip the oxygen from, and, and keep on going. And, and I'm not here to give you the, uh, a biology lesson or anything like that, but it's, it's the same way for the spiritual body. You see, when you take these pathways that you have for the spirit to flow, and you take these pathways that you have for the spirit to flow through your spirit, the more you build them up, the more you're able to use them. And you go from being able to run one mile to ten. You go from being able to pray five minutes to a whole hour. You go from being able to read a little bit of your Bible to the Holy Ghost speaking and understanding what it's saying to you. You know, you build those spiritual pathways up little by little. You endure. You endure some 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 trouble. You endure the time that you spend. You're building that up. You're building that spiritual pathway. And then in Acts 2 and 2 we find, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. That rushing wind of the Holy Ghost was life-giving. It gave life. The word for the Holy Ghost in the Greek is agios pneuma or the holy wind it was that holy oxygen that was life giving the holy ghost builds up your spiritual lungs it builds forth that you have some spiritual lungs to stand on that you have some endurance that you can hold on to that some spirit that you can hold on to because that wind that comes inside of you that's god give that's breathed that's that's it's why it's so special to receive the gift of the holy ghost evidenced by speaking with other tongues because it's that holy wind that 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 pneuma that agios pneuma that comes inside of you and it's able to to build some endurance within you you know you you need that that wind that that oxygen in order to to spiritually breathe to spiritually live you can't do it without that you can't live without that spiritual oxygen just like your muscles will die without oxygen just like all of your body needs oxygen to function your spirit needs to be fed through that holy wind your spirit needs to be fed through the wind that's life-giving that's given from God through the Holy Ghost you know through building the Holy Ghost in your body through prayer, through time fasted, through time in your Bible, through time speaking in tongues. You're building up that spiritual lungs. You're building up that that ability to tap into that, to tap into that life-giving oxygen, that Holy Ghost. You know, I I might not be able to go out and run like I used to, and that's because endurance is built up over time. It's not a one-time thing. You can't just, you know, go out there and run like I did for one time and expect to build some endurance. It doesn't work like that. It's over time. It's faithfulness. I got to be faithful to running if I want to get better at running. And if I want to get closer to God, I got to be faithful to seeking after God. I got to be faithful to seeking after God because I can't build it in a one-time shot. I can't build it just one time. I got to be faithful. I got to seek the word. I got to seek God. I got to seek prayer because I got to be faithful. I have to have some spiritual endurance. I have to build up some and spiritual endurance. It's not just a one-time thing. And and 2 Timothy 2, 3, and 4. Thou therefore endure hardness, a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangle himself with the affairs of life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. 
You have to endure some trials. You have to endure the hardness. You have to endure some pain. It's not all going to be easy. It's not all going to be easy flowing. It's not all going to be easy all the time. It's that hardness that builds you. It's that hardness that builds up that spiritual endurance. It's what it's what sustains you. It's what's carrying you forward. It's what brings you forward is that, that spiritual endurance that you're building when you endure hardness. There's something special about being able to go through a trial. You see, there's a reward for being able to go through a trial. There's a crown that you receive, that eternal life for receiving, for going through trial. You go through that trial and there's something special about it because you're able to build up that crown, to build up that spiritual life, to build up that spiritual oxygen. You're able to keep going a little bit further in the spirit. You're able to keep forward a little bit further in the spirit. When the pressure is on you, will you press on if there's pressure on you uh, will you continue to press on or will you crumble will you lean on God or will you press on that pressure that's on you uh, will you lean on God will you press on or will you crumble see the pressure you're placed under that that weight you're placed under uh, of your trial oh of that thing that you're struggling with uh, oh of that situation uh, oh of that mental thing that you're dealing with uh, that pressure that you're placed under uh, it builds your ability to carry more weight if that pressure that you have on top of you on top of your shoulders that's just a little bit more weight you can carry that's just a little bit more weight you can carry that pressure you're placed under it's one more step you can take with that weight on your back it's one more step you can take now that we have a God that'll take that weight from you but you're able to carry more if you endure the trial if you endure the trial you know in time it's okay to endure some hardness it's okay to, to endure some difficult times because I know I have a God that will sustain me at the end of it. I know we have a God that will deliver us through. You know, we have to be strategic in realizing that when we endure some hardness, that we're building up that those spiritual legs, those spiritual lungs, that ability to press on a little bit further, a little bit further because we're able to, we're able to get to face a trial. Sometimes when you look at that verse in James 1.12, you realize there's a reward for being able to endure trials. If you look at a trial, not as the, the something that's coming against you, but you get, you get to, you have the privilege of enduring that trial. You have the privilege of enduring it because there's a reward. You're going to receive that crown of life because you're able to endure it. It's a privilege and not a curse. It's a privilege to build a, to face a trial and say, God, I trust in you through this trial. You know, and when you're facing a trial, the fastest way out is through. The fastest way out is through when you trust in God to bring you through. He will trust in you. He'll trust. He'll build, build that up in you. He'll build that endurance up in you because the fastest way out is through. My old first sergeant in the Marine Corps used to say, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's that time that you have to realize it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be comfortable. It's not always going to be comfortable all the time. But if you get comfortable with the the reality that it's not always going to be comfortable, it goes a little bit smoother. You're able to trust in God a little bit more that you can lean on those spiritual lungs. It goes a little bit smoother if you realize that it's not always going to be comfortable. It's not not everything is going to be easy. But God will never leave you nor forsake you. 
As you're going through that trial, he's there with you. As you're going through that situation, he's there with you because he's never going to leave you nor forsake you. He's never going to leave you hanging because he's got you. If you are okay with building, with going through that time, if you're okay with being uncomfortable for a season, he's going to build you up. If you're okay with going through that uncomfortable season, he's going to allow you to endure. He's going to allow you to build that spiritual endurance. You know, that faithfulness under trial, it builds your spiritual endurance. You're going one step at a time. You're running a little bit, and you're building that spiritual cardio, that spiritual able to run. You're able to run a little bit further. You're able to go a little bit further in God because he's able to build up that spiritual endurance. He's building up that cardio, that spiritual lungs, that you're able to take one more step, go a little bit further because he's able to be there with you. You, if you just take off and run, you take off and run in God. He will, he'll carry your legs. He'll build that spiritual wind. He'll build the ability for you to take one more step. When you think you're going to fall, he's got you. He's carrying you with the everlasting arms. He's carrying you with the ability to take one more step. You know, sometimes enduring is the hardest, easy thing to do. And sometimes it's the easiest, hard thing to do. Sometimes when you're enduring, it's easy because you just have to take one more step and trust in God. And sometimes that next step is the hardest thing you'll ever do because it gets to your mind. It gets to your flesh. It gets within you. But you just got to endure. You just got to endure. You just got to endure. When that pressure is on, will you press on? When that pressure is on, will you press on just a little bit further? Will you trust God just a little bit more? Or will you crumble? Will you endure? When that pressure is on you, when that pressure is on you, will you carry that weight? Or will you crumble? Will you press on? When he's putting the pressure on, clap your hands unto the Lord. Lord Jesus, yes, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 40 and 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. You know, sometimes you're in the midst of a trial and there's something that's coming against you. That season that wants to bring you down. At times, it's the hardest thing to do because that verse has started with, they that wait upon the Lord, you're waiting. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how that situation is going to end up. You don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know how that situation is going to turn out. But God said to wait upon him. Sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. Sometimes that waiting, that enduring is the hardest, easy thing to do. There's no action it takes. There's nothing it takes for you to do. You just have to wait. That's all you have to do is just wait. But sometimes it's the weight that kills you. It's the weight that crushes you. It's the weight that's the pressure because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know which direction it's going to go. It could turn out any way. It could turn out up or down or sideways. You just don't know. But if the, the weight is there, the, the pressure is on you, you don't know how it's going to turn out. But you just got to wait on him. He said, God said, if you wait on him, he'll renew your strength. If you wait on him, he'll give you new wings. If you wait on 
on him, he'll give you a new ability to walk. If you wait on him and you run, you won't get weary anymore. If you wait on him, you can run and you won't get weary anymore. All those steps you take, all those steps you're taking forward that you're seeking after God, you won't get weary anymore. You don't have to get tired anymore because it's not your legs anymore. It's the legs of the Holy Ghost carrying you. It's the legs of the Holy Ghost carrying you because you don't have to get tired anymore. You don't have to rely on yourself. If you rely on yourself, you'll get tired. You'll get weary every time. You'll get weary every time if you rely on your own legs to run. But if you run in the Holy Ghost, if you run with that with that uh, spiritual authority, that spiritual power that's God-given through the Holy Ghost, if you keep running through that, you won't get weary. He's going to give you new legs and new wings that you might soar. New wings that you might soar. But the last sentence in this verse in Isaiah 40 and 31, and they shall walk and not faint. Oh, sometimes it's that way. Sometimes it's that way. You know, that trial and that weight is so heavy on you that you don't even know if you can walk anymore. Oh, we all walk every day. Every one of us have the ability in this room, have the ability to walk. Oh, and you don't know if you can walk anymore. Something as simple as walking, there's so much pressure on you. You don't know if you can take one more step. But he said, if you'll wait on him, if you'll wait on him, you can run and you won't get weary. That's a big difference from not being able to walk to being able to run and never get tired. That's a big difference from being able to only take one step forward and worrying about if you're going to faint. Oh, but you can run. You can run with new legs. They won't get weary. You can run with new legs. They won't get tired anymore if you just wait on the Lord. If you just wait on the Lord. And it goes even further because it says you'll be able to soar like the wings of eagles. I can't fly. None of us can fly. But he says, I'll give you new wings that are able to soar if you'll just walk, if you'll run, and you'll wait on me. If you'll wait on me, wait on the Lord. He'll wait. Oh, and the pressure's on. Will you press on? Will you endure? Will you go a little bit further? Will you go a little bit further in God? Oh, that pressure, that weight is on you. It's waiting on you. But you just got to wait on the Lord. You just got to wait a little bit longer. You got to wait a little bit longer because the pressure's on. The pressure's on you. Oh, clap your hands unto the Lord. You know, sometimes you're facing that trial and you don't know which way you're going. You don't know which way to take it and which way to go. But God said, if you wait on him, that he'll bring you through. He'll bring you through that trial. He'll bring you through every trial that you face. You don't have to worry about which way you're going because all you're doing is you're going through. That's all you're doing is you're going through. You don't have to worry about which way to go, up, down, sideways, left, or right, with your, your worldly mind, with the mind, the carnal mind. You just have to worry about that spiritual mind because you know that spiritual mind. As you're seeking God, you're going through. You're going through. You already got a direction. You already got a way to go. You already got a place to go. Oh, he'll make all your path straight because all those paths are straight to him. Oh, he'll make every single path that you that you go down, every windy road straight because it's all to him. Oh, all the paths are straight. Oh, you just have to endure a little bit. You just have to push forward a little bit. You got to wait a little bit because all the paths are straight to him. All the paths are going forward straight to God. You don't have to worry about the windy road. You don't have to worry about which way to go, whether you got to turn right or left at the intersection because you're going straight on that narrow path. He'll make that path straight. You know which way you're going. You're going through. Lord Jesus, clap your hands unto the Lord. Jesus. 
As I'm coming to a close, I will read in Romans 8 and 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I know suffering comes and suffering goes. Sometimes it's so heavy on you. Sometimes that suffering, you don't know which way that it's going to take you, whether you can bear it any longer. You don't know if you can go on a little bit with that suffering that's on you. You don't know if you have the ability to press on with that suffering. Oh, but God said... God said the suffering is nothing compared to the glory. It's nothing compared to the glory. Oh, the trials of today aren't comparable to the glory of tomorrow. The trials you face today aren't anything in comparison to the glory you'll face tomorrow. It's nothing compared to the glory which you'll be. That that chapter goes further, and it says the Holy Ghost is there to comfort us for it because it's there first that we might receive the full glory. We're going up in glory. We're all going up in glory. We're all going up to heaven, and we're going to live with him. And these trials we face here, these sufferings we face here today, oh, they're just here for a moment. But the glory that we will receive is first, is, is so much greater will be lifted up in glory will be lifted up here in glory the holy ghost is here to comfort us god is here manifested the holy ghost here to comfort us that we might receive the full glory later oh we're going up we're all going through the trials of today are nothing compared to the glory tomorrow if you'll just endure a little bit if you'll just press forward a little bit the suffering that you're feeling right now oh the suffering that you're feeling of being here alive on earth we all face it we've all been through it we've all been through a time in which we're suffering we've all been through trials we've all been through tribulations but a little bit of pressure oh that's what reveals the diamond you see it takes pressure to make diamonds but that pressure it reveals the glory in you it reveals the glory that he holds for you it reveals the glory that he has forward for you pushing forward if you'll just endure a little bit clap your hands unto the lord Stand with me all over the house, and I'd like to just pray. I just pray right now with me. I ask that we pray to remember that whatever trials and suffering we're going through and the pressures of this world, it's nothing compared to the season of glory that we'll all have after this. We'll all have glory after this. We'll be raised up in glory. All the sufferings that we go through here are nothing compared to that. You just have to endure a little bit further. You've got to endure a little bit longer here because he's building you up in something. I ask that we all lift our hands and pray. These altars are open if you'd like to come and pray.